So we've learned two things. Black Lightning is a badass, and Jane the Virgin is having a new baby. It's the CW Weekly Show. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. I love our music. It's so fun. Yeah, doesn't it? Just like, it's like, hey, it's a new day. It's a (laughs) new day. Oh, my chair is rolling. What's up, everybody? Welcome to CW Weekly. It's our second show. Yay! Yay! We're here. All three, actually, all four of us are here. We're going to get to that. Um, go, my name is Matt Marr. You can find me on all things social at the Matt Marr, two T's, two R's. And I'm Tiana Hobson, and you can find me at the Tiana Hobson. And I'm Erica Shannon, and you can find me on Twitter at Miss Airy Baby. And. And. Alicona Bradford. <laughs> Girl. Hi, everybody. What's going on? I am Ali Kona Bradford, and if you're listening to the podcast, it doesn't matter. But if you are watching us live, I'm clearly not there. I'm just the voice of God. But um, I'll be back next week. I just wanted to join in on this awesome conversation. Just so join. thanks for having me, guys. Yeah, so we'll promise Yay. next week all four of us are going to be here for you. So if you're new to this show, this is the CW Weekly Show. So we've had a couple of comments on the YouTube uh, channel last week, and we love your comments. Thank uh, you. Yes, thank you. But some people are like, wait, what? Are you not recapping CW shows anymore? So here's the deal. I talked to the people upstairs. Not you, Ali Kona. I know you're God. I talked to other gods. <laughs> and, <laughs> and so we are still after Buzz. We are still recapping basically any comic book show. And we're also recapping Supernatural. And But it shows like Jane the Virgin, uh, Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. They're doing like some Song of the Week from Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. But Dynasty, those shows are not being recapped. But so your Supernatural, your comic book shows, Riverdale, you're all set. There's going to be recaps for that show. Yes. So hopefully we haven't crushed your soul and you're still with us. <laughs> so, <laughs> And we're here to just give fill you guys in on all the news that's happening across all of the CW shows. So don't think we're playing favorites here, although some of us do have our favorite shows and stuff. (laughs) Yeah. I am sans shirt today. Not no, I have a shirt on. Okay, so this is the podcast, yeah. Erica has a shirt on. Yeah. Just not a I'm not wearing any shirt, guys. Ooh, you know what? Alec- I didn't want to play favorites. Alec Kona, live your truth. <laughs> um, you guys, right. I tried to Skype. They wouldn't let me. They did. Well, because we're going to show some videos. So you I can't do you too can. many tech things at once. But we're going to start with, uh, let's talk about our, uh, let's do our trivia question, yeah. right? Yeah. So earlier this year, Stephen Amell competed in Celebrity Ninja Warrior for Red Nose Day. Which he's been, like, dying to do for ages. ages. Because yeah. of that daggone salmon ladder. Yes. And boy, did he look good participating <laughs> on this show. Just got to <laughs> throw that in there. So the question of the evening is, how much money did Stephen Amell raise for charity? Is it A, $20,000, B, $25,000, C, $35,000, or D, 40000 all yeah. good numbers, by the way. All good yeah. numbers, which you will know at the end of the show. So let us know in the comments, or you can tweet us. Now, we went off of one of the suggestions of our listeners. So see, we really this is not just our show. It's your show, too, everybody. <laughs> we decided for our, instead of doing a ship of the week, we're going to do a ship poll. So mm-hmm. every week, the four of us are going to choose our ship, and then uh, we're going to put it on one of our Twitters. So you got to take the poll and let us know who wins. So this week, it's going to be on my Twitter. So if you go to the Matt Marr, two T's, two R's, and you can see who is our ship of the week. So, Erica, who's your ship? 
My ship is Nathan and Haley Scott from One Tree Hill. I just want to say really quickly, yes, they got married when they were 16, 17 years old, but, you know, they fought. And they made it through. They had their breakups. They had their makeups. They had their children. Oh, we're like we're like arguing. Oh yeah, I'm going for it. I'm going saying like, hey, this is who I think it should be. I'm playing my case. (laughs) I'm playing my case. So that's that's mine. And the lovely picture of them when they got remarried. Mm -hmm. Watch the show if you haven't. I recommend it. What? Okay. All right. Well, mine is mine is Literati, which a lot of people don't know. That is the name of Rory and Jess from Gilmore Girls. Did not know that. Yeah, I did. <laughs> um, and just only because I finally watched like the last two Gilmore Girls on Netflix. I've watched the first two, then my life got busy, so I just caught up and I forgot how much I love it. So mine is Literati, uh, Tiana. Mine is Zade, Zoe and Wade from Heart of Dixie, because one, I think this show is one of the CW shows that gets forgotten about. Because they kind of had their ups and downs with ratings and people mm-hmm. remembering it. So I have to throw this. And they're a classic example of opposites attract. Oh, well, and Zayd is in the lead right now, just so you know. How dare. Right. I mean, I did vote. So. Oh, oh, that's true. Okay. Oh, well, hold on then. <laughs> okay, Ali Kona. Okay, so mine is Pruk. I couldn't figure out if I want to be like Pruk or Pruk or whatever. Anyways, but obviously Prue from Charmed and Chuck Bass from Gossip Girl because if you just just look at them side by side, like they're both chic and they both look really sophisticated and slightly snotty, and I think they just make a great couple. He has the so, yeah. best cheekbones. He looks fake. <laughs> right? He's almost so pretty. He looks fake. So He's jealous. almost so pretty. So that is our chip of the week, everybody. So go to the Matt Mar two T two R's and uh, take that poll and let us know who's going to win this week. So let's jump into the. Oh yeah, <laughs> the ship of the week. That's our get the it? ship was coming in. It's a ship. Yeah. Um, I thought, oh my god, that's so funny. I was like, who's farting right now? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Whoa, that's, that's a new segment that, that we haven't done yet. <laughs> Thank you, Anthony, in the booth funny? for that. I was just saying, what's funny is that I'm the one who picked that sound, and I'm over here like, what is that? You're like, I don't know what's happening. I don't know what's happening. Um, oh, so first news that we're let's talk about some casting news first. Right? That's yes. Yes. Let's talk yes. about um, a show I am super excited for is Black Lightning. Yes. I am like re- ready for this show. So Jill Scott is, she's going to be on the show as a villain. That's what we're finding out. She's going to be, according to denofgeek.com, she and EW, she's going to be playing Lady Eve, mm-hmm. who apparently has, I just started reading uh, the Black Lightning comics. They kind of re, have released them, so I don't know a lot about the comics, but I'm going to find out. But apparently in the comic world, uh, it's more, she's like with the Cobra Cult, and it's a whole separate thing, but... And this one, she's going to be uh, she's going to be connected to one of the main villains of the show, Tobias Well, who he is going to be played by um, Marvin Jones, Marvin Croden Jones the mm-hmm. Third. Yes. So there looks like the real. Uh, I, I just, I just, I, I'm so excited about the show too because also uh, I read that. Um, they're bringing on uh, what are their names? I'm going to miss up their names. The Kiel, Selena oh, yeah. Kiel, and, and Mara Brock. Brock mm-hmm. Kiel. I appreciate that because I mean I'm sure y'all do too, but I don't like it. Like I just feel like uh, like as a gay guy, I don't like it when somebody makes a gay show and everybody's straight. I'm like, you don't know my life, and I like that because let's be honest, most people of the creators of CW are all white white people, which is mm-hmm. awesome. That's right. great. But I appreciate that they're bringing some diversity, and I really feel I don't know how do we feel about that. Oh, they are amazing. This husband-wife duo, if you guys don't know, they did Girlfriends. Soul food, they right? did um, Soul Food. Yeah. Being Mary Jane on BET. Mm-hmm. Like, they have 
establish themselves as storytellers in this industry and the deal that they have with Warner Brothers right now is going to keep them creating stuff for a very long time so I'm very excited to see what they do with this and the fun fact here is that I talked to them at Comic Con oh, and girl. Salim is going to be really taking the helm on this one and this is sort of his baby and she will be there Mara Brock will be there as well but she also just got another show <laughs> So oh, really? she's going to be, you know, eventually she's going to have to go over mm-hmm. to that other show and she's going to be involved in both, but he'll really take the lead on this one. And he wants Love to it. show a black family in, you know, a positive light. And I read that he's from Richmond, mm-hmm. California. So this story is very near and dear to his heart. This, I think it came out when he said he was 13. Yeah. So he's yeah. been with Black Black Lightning from the beginning. Because I believe Black yeah. Lightning is DC's first African-American superhero. Alicona, yes. what did you want to say? Matt, no, I'm so glad that you said that because that's actually something that I was talking to the crew about for all you guys in the audience. Because um, I was like, correct me if I'm wrong, but all these excellent DC shows have been coming out. And, of course, Marvel on other networks have their things going out. And you always have that... Um, you know, key minority person, and there's like the one Asian and the one African American, whatever. It's so nice to see not just one lead of, you know, you know it's his entire family. This story mm-hmm. is basically about them, and of course, there will be villains and other people intermingled in this situation, but it's just nice to see that they're doing a story about an entire, in this light. It's not that we don't have other shows that do that, but as far as being a superhero. Um, and the other thing I wanted to say, too, this is a little off topic, but just going back to your casting, is I feel like the casting for Tobias Whale is so spot on. <laughs> like, such an excellent job. But at the same time, if you were that guy, would you be a little offended? <laughs> <laughs> that's what I was thinking. You're like, it's so spot on. I was like, oh, my gosh, I don't know if that's a compliment or not. <laughs> You know, it's not an offensive thing to him, but I was like, wow, when I saw his picture, I was like, that's awesome when I saw the side-by-side. And then I was like, I don't know if I'd be offended if someone cast me as this person because... I mean, let's just hope... I mean, they still have to put a lot of makeup and prosthetics on to make... I mean... What we saw. You know what? Right, right. But I'm just saying... I would just be happy for the work. That's what I was going to say. Mama needs a job. Okay, if you're watching out there and you want to cast me as Jabba the Hutt's gay son, that's fine. (laughs) That's fine. Give me the money, Steven Spielberg. (laughs) I will take it. I will take it. And the show also, I mean, at least in the comic books, I know one of the daughters is of the LBTQ community. Yes, there is a a member. I won't reveal which one because I don't know how far they're going to go into it the first season. I was trying to get some answers, but Mm -hmm. at Comic-Con, they hadn't started filming yet. So no one knew anything. Right, right. Well, I think it's cool, too, that... uh, You know, we're seeing this with Wonder Woman. We're seeing this, I think, now that the way we get more diverse stories on television and film is to have more diverse people behind it. We've seen this with Shonda Rhimes. Mm -hmm. So it's just exciting that we're seeing that that DC is kind of catching because Luke Cage was amazing. I love Luke Cage. And again, I love the uh, the thing that, too, that I'm excited about, too. this is a total, like, I'm going to get meta. This is my therapist brain. But I really hate when I see movies about diversity, and it's how people of diversity are dealing with having to deal with, like, the oppression of white people, which is a thing. But I love that it's, let's just tell stories about yeah. these communities right. that don't have to deal with that. So that's my little soapbox on right. that. Well, and I was going to throw in there also about the fact that they're both, both Marvin and Jill Scott are musicians. Mm-hmm. Oh, Marvin's a local yeah, rapper in the L.A. area. 
and we all know Joe Scott's a singer, so I wonder if they're going to, because true. they're working together, it could be, it could open okay. the doors for some musical performances. Oh, yeah. oh you're just going to say, she's like an evil villain. Oh, well, there, you know, there, hey, have you seen The Wiz? Because that that would be good. Oh, yeah. 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 Come on. I love that musical Eveline. episode that they did. They could have crossed over. <laughs> I also think it's great. Oh, we keep talking. Obviously, yeah, we we're talking go. about Black Lives <laughs> But one more thing. That as a diversity we don't talk about is ageism. That all these comic book heroes are super young yeah. kids. And i like, this is about an older father. Mm-hmm. So I think that's cool, too. But let's move on. Let's talk okay. about some Valor. <laughs> we're going to talk about Valor casting. Um, Valor premiered this week on Monday. And... I watched it. I don't know how you if you guys had a chance to watch it or not, but I, I thought it was just I have not. meh. What did it, you think? I thought it was interesting. I mean, not enough to keep to make me come back next week, but if it's on Netflix by the end of the season, I'll watch it. <laughs> so, <laughs> like, I mean, it's I'll enough it. that I want to know yeah. what happened. I mean, I'll definitely tune in next week. I usually give new shows two to three episodes to really capture mm-hmm. me this first episode. It just is nothing like the CW has ever done before. Or I, I shouldn't say ever done. It's nothing like what they do now. So mm-hmm. it was very different and a bold choice for them and I know some people liked it and some people didn't. Mm-hmm. I was I was on the fence about it. But they did announce two big casting things this week. Um, two Brian's are coming. Brian Letcher and Brian Craig. Brian Letcher you'll know as Tom from Scandal. Scandal. So mm. hopefully this time he's not playing a psycho um, <laughs> who likes to go around murdering everything and torturing them. Uh, his character um, is Tucker Magnus and he is a CIA director of special activities di- division and he's brought in to help um, on this big rescue mission which is probably going to be the big plot of the whole season Mm -hmm. they have some prisoners of war that they're trying to go save and then brian craig will play adam coogan who is a delta force operator and he's another one who's being brought on this top secret mission to go into enemy territory to get their boys back so Mm. i mean i think you know these are some pretty good roles and Mm -hmm. i do think that it will get better maybe it was just a little slow moving for me Mm -hmm. so i mean i will tune in again next week and check it out Okay, you've convinced me. I'll tune in next week, too. <laughs> but I did want to point out, it's funny, because when I was reading this article, when it says Special Activities Division, I just thought sad. <laughs> it's from the SAD what? Division. Special sad. Activities Division. The acronym is SAD. Yeah. That's uh, sad. That is sad. That is sad. That <laughs> it's unfortunate sad. That, that's, that that could be the acronym. Well, speaking of yeah. new shows, let's talk about Dynasty a little bit. We have some casting Please. pieces. Did you, Sorry, watch, did you watch Dynasty, Alicona? I did watch it. And you know what? I thought it was fantastic. I was a little sketched because, you know, TV now is bringing back all these random shows from the past. And part of me is like, God, are people running out of ideas? But the other part of me is curious, so I watched it. I loved it. I loved seeing Grant's show again. I don't typically follow him, but I was totally a Melrose Place girl. So it was interesting to see him so many years later and, and so mature. And I don't oh, mean that in a bad way. But Grant's show's bringing young. the silver daddy. He yes. is bringing the daddy. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. Anthony, that, we don't have a picture for this segment. Sorry. Oh, yeah, Anthony, no picture for this, but oh, that woman's that's pretty. That's yeah. virgin. Um, oh, okay. God, one. Um, and then it was also really cool because if anybody knows me, like I cover Hit the Floor for the last 
three seasons, Rob Riley has been so wonderful. He's always in studio. He's always doing interviews. So I've gotten to know him a little bit better, and he's such an amazing dude. So to see him go from Hit the Floor to now Dynasty. Now, for those of you who don't know, he's the one who plays the chauffeur. So we didn't get to see a lot of him, but it's just cool to see him in a different light. And just in general, the story. I mean, Matt, how did you feel about it? Because I know you just watched it fresh. I haven't seen Hit the Floor, but if Rob Riley was driving me around, I would be hitting it. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, he was like, no, like, let me tell you. I mean, I know we're not recapping, but like his first scene was like going down on Grant Show's yeah. daughter, like the main dude that's the head of the dynasty. That is He's a like, full service <laughs> chauffeur. Literally. <laughs> you know? <laughs> you you know? know? I did, so I, I did like it. I'm intrigued. You know, I'm... Come on, I'm like an old queen. So I love camp, and that's what I loved about Old Dynasty. So I didn't see a ton of that. Mm-hmm, I mm-hmm. hope that there's more camp mm-hmm. in this show. I like that there's this kind of gossip girl vibe to it. Mm-hmm, but, mm-hmm. like, I need, I'm need. i going to need camp. I want a little bigger hair. I need... Um, <laughs> I mean, they're in the South, right? Yeah, I mean, they're in Atlanta. Well, they're in Atlanta. I, yeah, that's, that's the, the South. south that yeah. is the deep South. Yeah, <laughs> good call. So, so I'm intrigued. I'm, like you said, I always do a three-episode when I commit to a show, I do the first three episodes. So, mm-hmm. I, I, you know, let's. I'm ready. I'm ready, <laughs> Dynasty. Let's let's yeah. bring it. I do like the the, you know what, the credits. They kind of did the opening credits. Well, no, I was gonna say this is the only thing that I will say because you mentioned earlier, Matt, about ageism and something that I've noticed as a female who's also, you know, like we're in the entertainment business, and I have recently noticed just how much, you know, you see an older dude. Now, don't get me wrong, Grand Show is fine. But the girl who plays his fiance now wife, I'm she's like, 16. I think she's my age, yeah. is not younger than me. Yeah. And so it's it's cute and all, but when you really think about it and you think about how many television shows do that, it's like so weird that when I see someone who's the same age as the dude and they're both in their forties and fifties, I'm like, visually this is so weird. It, it shouldn't be weird. weird. This is normal. Why does T V do that? Mm-hmm. I'm anyways. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, have you noticed that all the Mission Impossibles, Tom Cruise keeps getting older and yeah. leading women yeah. keep yeah. getting yeah. younger? Same with James Bond. Yeah. yeah. Same with James Bond. So, well, that, think on that, everybody, because yeah. we've got a lot of news, so I want to yeah. get to it. So, yeah. so Dynasty, over, yeah. Over on Jane the Virgin. Or Jane the Virgin, yeah. yeah. Over on Jane the Virgin, we have two things happening. Um, telenovela star Alex Minnesis is um, set for a recurring role this season. They have not released a lot of information about what the season four storyline will be for this season, but we do know that she will play Catherine, who's the owner of the Cortez Hotel conglomerate. That's a hard word when you have never seen that spelled out. Um, (laughs) Who is a possible investor of Rafael and Petra's hotel. Okay. And I know there's a lot of drama. I don't watch the show religiously or anything, but just based on the previously on parts that I always seem to catch mm-hmm. there's there's <laughs> going to be some drama happening yeah. there yes and the other big news is that Jane's getting a new son she's <laughs> no. having a new baby no she's what? not having oh, wait. is she having sex to get this son or no. is she going like, to magically appear no. I totally teach y'all wrong this is one of those magical recasting moments so yes. Oh. Her son, oh, Mateo, okay, is going to be played by a new actor, Elias Jensen, this season, because the previous Mateo, Joseph Sanders, is busy with school, is the story. You know you what? Did air quotes. <laughs> like you don't believe it. Air no, quotes no, no. in the article. I get it, but it's like, it's whenever, like they don't believe it. Whenever he's not getting them residuals when he's 20, he's going to be pissed at Look, his mom and dad for I'm putting him in school. I'm not saying that the kid might be addicted to cookies and milk, but maybe he's <laughs> addicted to cookies and milk and needed to go have like a long oh, nap. No. I don't know what's happening here. I'm just or, saying, or that science project, school, or he's, that science project is just going to take way too long <laughs> to complete. 
I don't oh, so, know. But do you guys know, because I hate when TV does this, do you guys know if it mentions anywhere in the article that you got this information from, is, are they going to pay, like, make any notice of it or are they just going to be like hey we're no, going to put this I new thing in like, there and I think pretend it's be, like nobody's mm-hmm. going to notice just like they did with Vivian and Fresh Friends well they did that in Modern Family too and honestly I was fine with it yeah, it's 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 world. yeah I think it just happens <laughs> yeah especially with kids because kid actors you know there's so many rules and stuff and mm-hmm. kids can yeah. get burned out because as a kid when you're starting as a baby you can't tell your mom yes I want to do yeah, this or right, I like don't so right. when they get to a certain age and they decide hey I don't want to do this anymore I think it's right instead of the parents forcing them like back in the 20s and stuff when kids yeah. just right like, oh no no you know yeah I agree no I just mean like, is the show gonna just like ignore the fact or at least t- poke fun and make a little joke like wow Mateo you've grown so much <laughs> maybe we'll maybe. see yeah all right, we're going to keep going fine through. So, a little bit of DC Legends, uh, Legends of Tomorrow. Uh, Constantine is coming to Legends. This is a Woo-hoo. big deal. So, like, if you're into DC Dark, the animated that did really well, animated film, basically, and it's still going to be, what is his name? The same Matt Ryan, who was on the NBC Constantine show. And also, I think he did, he was, he's already guested on Arrow yep. once. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, so, he has. So, now he's going to be on Legend. And then we also, uh, we have some uh, casting news of a departure in Legends. Um, hello, Victor. <laughs> well, hello. I'm singing because Victor Garber, who I once met at a dinner party and we talked for an hour and he was lovely. Yes, I name dropped. But he, <laughs> okay, a, a lot of people don't know, he is a big musical theater star. So, and um, he is going to the production of Hello, Dolly that is now with Bette Midler and will be replaced by Bernadette Peters. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I already queened out of Bette Midler and now Bernadette Peters. It's too much too much good gay things in my life. <laughs> and I will say, because uh, I will also name job, I was working with Bernadette Peters last week. Oh, and she told right. me that this is Love supposed her. to be starting in, like, February. You got the okay, inside so, scoop. Yes. Again. There you go. I'm missing out with the shirt. I'm missing <laughs> yeah. out with the name drop. It's the shirt thing. Yeah. It's the shirt, shirt thing. It's a shirt thing. Okay, and let's talk a little bit about Riverdale casting news. So exciting. Last week, we... Which had a great premiere this week. Oh, yes. yes. Last high. week, we were talking about how they were casting for Chick. Cooper. Yeah. And it looks like he's been found. He's been found. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you Hart Denton. Mm. He's been cast as Betty and Polly's brother. Um, And what we know now is that Chick's been on his own since he was 18, and he's described as a tough, resourceful, rough around the edges, and distrustful of new people. He's a survivor, but his mysterious past is a secret only he knows. Like, it's, it's, I don't know what to make of that. Oh, I I don't don't either, but. He looks brooding AF. I'm getting getting lost in his tough eyes. (laughs) (laughs) Really, really tough. Don't you know you never look into the eyes? Right, that's how you get, that's how you get pregnant. His eyes are, (laughs) yes, that's a problem for Anthony. (laughs) That's how you get pregnant. (laughs) Starts with the eyes. But we don't, we don't know, I don't think we know exactly when he's coming in to the we show. We haven't heard which episode he'll be there at, but if they just cast him now, I'm guessing we have a few episodes on yeah. the can already. So my prediction would be around episode seven or eight. Uh, you know, actually, no, I read this. I think he's coming up. Oh. Sorry, I just ruined your prediction. <laughs> I think he's coming episode 10, though. Oh, so I wasn't close. Yeah, I was yeah, close. yeah okay. he's coming episode 10. So, okay. yeah, we're going to... Uh, Riverdale, that's a whole other thing, but I love the premiere. Yeah, I, the premiere I thought it was, was really great. great. Um, it's just, it's setting up... I, I said to you earlier, I love Dark Hermione... 
Hermione Lodge. I love it. I just want darkness. Anyway. So <laughs> let's talk about, speaking of hot people, let's talk about our hottie of the week. I'm so excited about this hottie of the week. Of Woo-hoo! course, with the premiere of Dynasty last night, we had to throw some love their way. So mm-hmm. this is Natalie Kelly, who's playing Crystal, who you guys might remember from as Sybil on The Vampire Diaries. Um, and now she is the new stepmom on Dynasty and she's gorgeous and gracious and I I believe we had her in for the Vampire Diary show at some point Um, and just you know an absolute delight and it's crazy because she always plays these low-key evil characters Mm -hmm. (laughs) that make you want to hate her Mm -hmm. but then she's such a nice person and I love this little fun fact is this fun fact from you? Yeah. Because I I could tell how it was written. The fun fact is that she's in a real life relationship with Maddie Blue Eyes himself Zach Rorick. Oh. Who is from the Vampire Diaries yeah. as well? Wow, Matt Donovan, Maddie Donovan, the human that lasted. Yes, somehow. I love that. Spoiler alert! <laughs> it's like I love I that. I give spoilers. I love it. Like it's like when I found out that Kara is dating Monel in real life. Aren't they dating? Yes. I think they are. I love that. Ooh, yes. yeah. So That's full trivia. Speaking of Supergirl, we're talking. We're going to go back to some gossip and news, everybody. Um, so Supergirl, did y'all watch Supergirl? Yes, of course. Did. I, did, I liked it. One, no, I'm not going to say yes or no? No, I have not yet. Oh, what did you think? Um, It was a little too emo for me. Ooh. I Oh, it, I get that. She was. It was a very sad episode, uh-huh. and I understand that she has just lost her love, Mon-El, uh-huh. and she's trying to be distracted by other things. I just needed more action, and Supergirl isn't a sad show. Like I don't go to a superhero show for sadness. That's what This Is Us is for. You know, yeah. I come here for my fun that. jokes and my, you know, superhero save yeah. the day kind of vibes. But all in all, I am still a fan and I thought it was well done. So it's going I, kind of like the Flash route. It, it seems like, yeah. well, but the whole episode one ended with she's not sad anymore. So we're not going to get a season of Sad Supergirl. Mm-hmm. We're just okay. going to get an episode. Um, the special effects looked great on this episode, though. Yes. And I did love the parallels of, like, her flying and listening above the city because that's such a Superman thing that he always does in the comics, and so I like that. Um, the ratings were a little down, but something that I loved that I thought was great is they Supergirl got political. It Actually, they took a kind of stab at uh, the President of the United States and Steve Bannon, and they there, mm-hmm. there was a lot of talk about... So Cat Grant, played by Callista Flockhart, who's one of the best things about the show. Yes. And I know... Yeah, I love her. Yeah, and I know that one of the inside information is that when the show went to second season, Calissa Flockhart wanted to be a part of it. She just didn't want to go to Vancouver all the time. She likes being in L.A. Because season one for CBS was filmed in Los Angeles. So I thought this was a perfect way as they made Cat Grant, the Linda Carter, the president, mm-hmm. made her press secretary. And it's perfect because she can probably film this in L.A. And then they just – it's amazing. She's behind this podium talking about how climate change is real and that only imbeciles – like, <laughs> I mean, she paraphrased it, but she's like, the stupidest people in the world only think climate change is not real. Like, she really just goes after it. And they also – there's a lot of talk about fake news and versus yes, real mm-hmm. – Sorry, yeah. can I quote my favorite yeah, remark? Yeah, do she it. Said, Yes, yes, Carl. As a matter of fact, she does. She also believes that two plus two equals four and the earth is round because the president is not a moron. I love yes. that. I loved it. <laughs> I love I loved that. It. That was amazing. I loved it. And I thought like with the Steve Bannon parallels with Adrian Pazdar, with him coming to the new villain, he literally is buying trying to buy the media company and actually running the news and they were talked about you threw through around the term fake news. So I was like, go you supergirl, do it. I like that because I think it happened not to keep mentioning the flash, but I think it happened on the flash too. 
Cisco's shirt was a face of an alien, and it said, don't take me to your leader. Oh. Yeah. I thought that was hilarious. That was I was funny. like, I that need that funny. shirt. Well, I we know it. that Greg Berlanti and uh, Greg, they have a history of, you know, not supporting <laughs> mean people. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> not to get our show not political. Not to get right. our show political. Okay, so let's talk a little bit about Stephen Amell and what uh, he's Please. learned Learned from Arrow. Did y'all? Did any who? Po- oh, I posted this, but anybody read this article? I did. Yeah. What did you think? Yeah. So he was actually something I agree with Stephen Amell on. We both don't like spoilers, even Hate though them. I continually give them. Yeah. But again, you just it's a show it that has happened. <laughs> it is a show that has happened. You had time. If, and his quote was, if it were up to me personally, no one would know anything. I've always believed that the best experience a viewer can have of a show is when they are really surprised by the twists and turns in the story. And I appreciate that. He's like, I don't want to yeah. tell you anything. Don't ask He's me. He's very silent but, in interviews. Yeah. yeah. But he does say that the show has changed his life because it, it's a, one of the dy- dynamics of the show is about family. And he made mention of the fact that when he was single when the show started, and now he, ha- he has a wife and a four-year-old. A and really cute kid, yeah. daughter. Yeah, and then the greatest lesson that he's learned is he's attributed Oliver's troubles to not listening to people. So now, <laughs> whenever he has somebody that, nearby that gives him advice, feels like they know something, uh-huh. he, he's like, "I pay attention." He's like, "I'm gonna listen to them." Yeah, that is true. Oliver, just listen. Yep. Just listen. Like Beyonce and Dreamgirls, listen. Sorry, uh-uh. oh, I, it's yeah. gonna happen. We're gonna go there. Yeah, no, you're gonna go there. <laughs> it's Rachel Bloom. Oh my God, how uh, many how many musicals is that mentioned? The Wiz, Dream Girls. Girls. We talked about Hello we're Dolly. We're up to three. We're killing it. Um, so Rachel Bloom, I love you. Um, and after this, I might actually start watching your show. <laughs> <laughs> It's no, really good. No shade. I just I just haven't had time to catch yeah. up. And I'm a musical person, so I should watch the show. But she posted an Instagram photo of her in a ta-ta towel. And if you don't know what the ta-ta towel is, it's something that is for girls when you're getting ready. Especially if you have plumper breasts. You get this under boob sweat mm-hmm. and you're trying to get ready and you're blow drying your hair and you're in the hot lights of the bathroom and you get all this sweat. And the ta-ta towel is here to help you relieve and absorb all that sweat and it's just an amazing invention that's kind of ridiculous looking that i also kind of want for myself but i haven't bought one because i didn't want my friends to make fun of, fun of me same you, yes you should same. totally be a spokesperson for that product <laughs> you totally. like completely if any viewers right want now. to send us like, a ta-ta towel please wait what do i need this yes i mean it's amazing and everyone <laughs> needs one of these i think in my opinion um and after seeing her in this i might actually do it and buy one and Maybe I'll give and you guys a, a review. Of it and share with us. Yeah, that's how it is. Totally take a picture of myself in one and post <laughs> you, it. You should. You um, should. Rachel also was talking this week um, in an interview with Mike Network um, about what inspired her to get into acting, and you know, she says that the first dramatic role she saw was Julia Roberts in uh, Steel Magnolias. Drink your juice, Shelby. Drink your juice. <laughs> I felt like you were waiting for something. <laughs> It's like I I know you're waiting for I've been something waiting for right an hour now. To say it. <laughs> um, so you know, and she's attributes Sally Field in that as well. Yeah. I mean, Steel Magnolias. If you haven't seen it, it's an amazing movie, and there's so many great dramatic and emotional scenes. And she says that the first movie she ever saw was the first VHS she owned, which was Dirty Dancing. Dirty Dancing. Which you don't put baby in a corner. I think sure don't. a lot of little girls of my age demographic grew up quoting this song and just dreaming of a guy who could twist and twirl us and oh, lift yeah. us up in the air like yeah. um, 
Oh, yeah. You know, I would say random story that like maybe people like are not going to care about. I'm sure, anyways. I, I remember being little and going into the video store and wanting to rent it, and I'd already seen it. But it, like literally every weekend when my dad took me to the video store, I always wanted to rent that. And he'd look at me because I'd pick it up off of the shelf, and he'd be like, "Dirty dancing." <laughs> I swear it's a good movie. Dad. I don't think he ever saw it to this day, but yeah, I, that's like a must. It's a yes, must. It Which, by yeah. the way, became a musical. So now we're up to four. Oh, we are just killing it. This oh episode. my god, you're right. Yeah, we yes. are killing it this episode. This uh, episode. Uh, so the next thing that we were, we're t- where did I lost my place? Uh, we're going we- to the Riverdale cast. Oh yeah, yes. we're talking about Riverdale. So it was pretty exciting. The river, the cast of Riverdale, minus a few, were at Teen Vogue, and they played Truth or Dare. Mm, so we have that's... a little clip of what they were doing. Oh yeah. Um, I'm gonna pick Mad. I'll do Dare. Overflowing. Don't make me get up, please. Impersonate the person immediately to your left. Oh. <laughs> oh, no. oh this no. is hard. What is it? Oh, this is hard. Awkward. <laughs> no, no. So. <laughs> I was hoping for something more original, original than this. Wait, well, you have to do a line of Betty. Then come again. You have to do a line of Betty. Oh my God, what's, what's a good joke? Get the hell out of my house before I kill you, Cheryl. (laughs) (laughs) So, so, a couple of Uh, other highlights from that Truth or Dare was that someone spoke like an alien. What should I write? Wait, hold on. Let them watch the rest of it later. (laughs) They can watch the rest of it later. Thank you, Anthony, for that clip, Anthony. Yay. So some other highlights were that someone spoke like an alien and someone else was dared to sing their words. I'll let you guess who was dared to sing out of the cast of Riverdale. K.J. Apa. <laughs> no. no um, Pussycat. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She sings too. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, oh, yeah. I agree <laughs> okay, more Pussycat him. in Riverdale this season. I feel like it was a misused. And Robin Givens, it's amazing. Mm-hmm. I yeah. wanted more. I want more of her on this season. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah, I want more I, songs too. Yeah, I, I want do. more songs too. It's not just Archie being emo. I'm yeah. just saying. I just think that we. He's could be. so much more than that. He's so much more than that. <laughs> All right, let's talk a little bit about Charmed. Did y'all watch Charmed? Sure did. <laughs> Boy, that was that was intense. Alicona, did you watch Charmed? Oh, did, did we, we lose Alicona? Oh, are you there? Huh? Can you hear me? Did My you watch? Did you watch Charmed, Alicona? I sure did. Okay, well, I'm not the only one. So, but did, are y'all excited? There's apparently reboot, re, 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 I can't say that, reboot, reboot rumors. It's very, uh, apparently they're trying to do it before and it's not going to hit snag, but now it's beginning the redevelopment process. How do we feel about this? I watched a lot of Charmed. I didn't watch probably after Shannon Doherty left. Mm-hmm. I think that's when I kind of mm-hmm. left because maybe I started college around then and you just can't keep up with yeah. mm-hmm. TV shows as well. Um, but I kind of agree with Shannon. I think it's a little too soon. Mm-hmm. It was on for so long. Yes, like Shannon it, Doherty said, just by the way, she said it would be far too soon. It should rest. Yeah. yeah. And I think we have enough shows that cover this genre of show mm-hmm, that we yeah. don't necessarily need more supernatural witches. And I would love for love for Hollywood to start coming up with some more original yeah. content because all we're doing right now is well, reboots of stuff. And I, I think it's kind of like us older slight sort of millennials who were like, oh, the 90s were so great. Yeah. They're like, let's bring everything back because our childhood was amazing. And not everything needs to come back I so don't, soon. I don't need to relive my youth. Yeah. I was trying to date girls. No offense, that wasn't fun. <laughs> 
I was not, uh-uh. but I didn't. <laughs> like, I was like, nah. Uh. <laughs> but I think, you know, I think Netflix, Amazon, Hulu, and soon to be Apple is going to be getting them making content. Mm-hmm. We see this success of actually bringing new original stories, and that actually I think is what people are craving far more. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Although Shannon Doherty is in the new Heather's reboot, so yeah, yeah. yeah. But then that's been what about thirty years? Yeah, so it has been enough time. Has been I, I, just thought, <laughs> I thought that was a little ironic, though, that she is going to be part of a reboot, a reboot just, just not, not this one, just not this one. But I, I also but she also read, left that show. On true, her, like true. Yeah. Not good terms. I read that they were going to make, they were looking to make a prequel. So, but I don't, but I don't, I don't want to see it. I agree with Shannon. I don't want to see it just yet. I don't, yeah. It'll be interesting to see how Sabrina does. If Sabrina does well, I think that's going to bring back Wayne. I just got to bring up because you guys talked about Sabrina last week, and I know that it's supposed to be a reboot of the um, Melissa Joan Hart version, but just real quick to touch on the fact that that actually stemmed from Sabrina the Teenage Witch, which was a 1990s, I believe, is either late 80s, early 90s film mm-hmm. that was really cute and corksy and there was like this redhead in it and oh, it was really? just the most amazing cute I don't know if any of you guys used to watch it, it was on HBO all the time mm-hmm. does anybody know what I'm talking about I remember the one with the movie with Melissa Joan Hart. Yeah. Is that the wait, one? Are you talking about Teen Witch? Yeah, I think you're talking about Teen Witch. Are you talking about Teen Witch? With like the rap? Teen Witch. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Teen Witch. Uh, but her name was fun. Sabrina too. Like originally, like that was the name of the girl. Fun um, fact. So that was like a spinoff from but that. But it wasn't movie. based on Sabrina. Teen Witch is yeah. something. What was your fun fact? Fun fact the yeah. woman who played in Teen Witch is Robin Lively, who is Blake Lively's yes. sister. Oh. Fun or no fact. Way. She is. Fun or fact, I, <laughs> I took her these. picture at the Hollywood Bowl once. All right, these her. names, man. These <laughs> I'm so oh my throwing them now. <laughs> you seriously just You're blew my names. mind right now. She was very nice. She's beautiful. She's beautiful. Um, well, okay, what? I got to say, I know yeah. you're trying to get on, like, you're trying to move things on, but just last thing I want to mention about Shannon Doherty really quick, because I grew up watching her, and, you know, her talking about all these things, and obviously she's been huge and open in the media about her battle of cancer, and I read an article about some of the things she said, because prior to, and even in Charmed, she had a reputation for being not the most pleasant individual oh no and um oh good lord and so (laughs) she said she openly admitted when she was going through her battle of cancer she talked about like regretting treating people the way that she had in the past and having cancer unfortunately like i don't think she called it a karma herself but in a way i think she implied and just saying like it's really caused me to take a step back Mm -hmm. reflect on the way i treated people and change me and really really humble me so in going to the article about like them rebooting and she's in heathers and her saying like she's hungry and there's just so much more of her as an actor and an artist to share because of her emotional battle of cancer like i'm really excited and interested to see what type of work she does put out there and maybe some of the feedback from some of the other people that have worked with her and maybe even past cast members where it's from charmed or from 90210 just to be like wow like this really did change her. I do remember so. reading um, another article about Alyssa Milano saying that she, Shannon, Holly, and even Rose had made mention of getting back together and doing some kind of reunion or something. So mm-hmm. that that's a reunion. Volumes. I understand a reboot. reboot that's yeah. different. Not necessary. Yeah. I think magic's gone. Um, well, because you know, I'm you know I'm trying to whoosh, on because we got a lot going on. So yeah, let's sorry. talk about let's talk about the supernatural cover. 
All right, so this this month for their Untold Stories issue, there are actually four special edition covers Ooh. of Supernatural. And I feel like y'all let me On tell this On what magazine? We did On Entertainment you. Weekly. <laughs> Entertainment <laughs> Weekly. I, feel, I was like, I feel like y'all let me do this because of Supernatural. Yes, but so anyways. if you're a fan, go get your four copies so, of Super... Yeah. There's four. There's one that you're seeing now with the three guys, and then there's individuals with Jensen, Jared, and Misha. And they'll... The group one will be available tomorrow, Friday the 13th. Woo. And then the single covers will be available next Tuesday. Okay. Exclusively at Barnes & Noble. Oh. Right. Those still exist. They, they still exist. <laughs> All right. And also we have a little bit of a Warner of a Riverdale episode that Julie Pleck, she, uh, right? She's yeah. Ju- well, the n- big news is that Julie has signed on a new deal with Warner Brothers. And we're not told how much money, but we're t- talking lots and lots of dish there. Dinero. Um, and then the other news in here at the end is that she is directing an upcoming episode of Riverdale. But this basically, this new deal with her will have her cemented at Warner Brothers for the next forecoming future. And she's still show running the originals, which is doing its final season. And then, you know, what comes after this will be what she's working on now. Nice. Because, you know, all her directors. babies are now off of there. But nice. hey, it's Julie Plex, so we know she's going to come up with amazing things. She's also done Containment and The Tomorrow People, both for the CW, and even though they did not last, they were great shows. Mm-hmm. Good for her. Yes. All right, so we're going to fly through these. There's a couple of uh, conventions that we want to bring out. There's a One Tree Hill convention Woo. that is October 13th through 15th. It's going to mm-hmm. be in Icon Wilmington, mm-hmm. right? And uh, Chad Michael Murray's so hot. It's going to be hey! Hey, Chad Michael Murray, <laughs> James Lafferty, Lee Norris, Robbie Jones, and more. There's going to be Q&As, autograph, the whole thing. And then there's... A supernatural convention that's going to be happening October 27th through the 29th in New Orleans. I want to bet somebody at this panel who wants to go. Um, Attendees, yeah. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Attendees are Jared Pilecki, Padalecki, sorry, Jensen Eccles, Misha Collins, Rob Benedict, Richard Sprite Jr., and more. And our throwback Thursday this week is that... Flash premiered three years ago. Who yeah, can believe yes. it's been three years for this this show? Snaps for that the Flash. Snap, snap, snap. So and the journey we have been on. The journey we have been on with now. That show. Yeah. 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 I'm glad it's back to its happy. Place. I am glad too. I'm glad. So let's. T- okay, it's the moment of truth. It's our ship poll. Yeah. I always feel like I'm cussing. I'm not cussing, y'all. I'm saying ship. I don't pronounce it. Yeah, well. don't listen to him. Yeah. He's Pop trying to pee. talk dirty to us. So okay. I'm, okay, I'm gonna go to my Twitter. I'm gonna refresh, and I'm gonna see. Okay, with a whopping four votes, hey. <laughs> y'all. The, the winner of our poll in second is Zade. Yay! And number one is Naley. <laughs> I think I think she has multiple. Erica has multiple Twitter accounts that she went in and <laughs> voted three times for herself. I, I voted for my, I voted for Wade. Y'all were watching. Yeah, hands yeah. off the phone. <laughs> so thank you for that shit poll. So next week, one of the other, we'll use another Twitter. So be sure to follow that. Follow all four of our Twitters that we'll talk about at the end of the show, so you can take the poll. Now let's uh, let's get our ending trivia question. Alrighty. So the question at the beginning of the episode was, how much money did Stephen Amell raise for charity for Celebrity Ninja Warrior? And if you selected C, $35,000, ding, 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 you are correct. That's awesome. So he completed the sixth obstacle course with ease and continued on even beyond that to do the salmon ladder and the swinging pegboard. And so each obstacle was 
five thousand dollars, uh, and then yeah. he, him doing him completing the salmon ladder, which was of course simple for him. Yeah, yeah, he, he right. got the extra 5, and something 000. that the fans demanded. And the yeah. salmon ladder—that's the like <laughs> ja-chung, ja-chung. Yeah. yeah, that's like that. Who? And just on a note, if you guys have not watched the special episode of Celebrity Ninja Warrior for Red Nose Day, find it online because it is so inspirational. Because there are so many celebrities who participated, who and they had a ninja warrior with them mm-hmm. to kind of train with them, and it, especially for some of the girls who might not have thought they could get across something, they could tag that person in. It was just an event that was so involved and encompassing and positive and mm-hmm. everyone was supporting each other. It wasn't like, oh, I have to beat you, I have to beat you. It was like, mm-hmm. no, let's cheer each other on. And I, I mean, I cried watching it because it was just so beautiful. Oh. But it, it was also a really good episode It of the was show. emotional. Yeah. I don't think I was prepared for how much, like, they were giving their yeah. all and they wanted mm. to complete it. And you wanted like to that. cheer them on because there was stuff that they were scared to even try and do, but they're like, I'm doing this for charity. Like, let me go ahead and try this. So mm. it was it was a really great episode. So definitely check it out. I, I will, I will, I will. <laughs> so one other thing we're going to say. So obviously a lot of you are watching us on YouTube and we appreciate that so much and we love your comments. Subscribe to this channel. But also if you're listening to the podcast, one of the best things you can do, we're a new podcast. So I know AfterBuzz has been around, but we had to make a new podcast. So the best thing you can do is leave a review. So if you go in the new podcast side on Apple Podcasts, all you do is when you subscribe, if you scroll down, you'll see it'll have a review section. So leave five stars, hopefully. And then, I don't know, just say... Keep going, you nerds. Whatever. Just write something. Because if you write something as well, not just start, that's what bumps us up in the iTunes rating or Apple Podcast rating. And it helps people find our show and search our show. And then we can keep doing this show. Because, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, tell a friend about this show. So um, let's go ahead. I think that is pretty much everything that we yes. wanted to talk about today. Ali Cohen, is there anything you wanted to add? Um, Stephen Amell is hot. That's all I got. <laughs> you all I got. Well, tell everybody where they can find got. you. Well, everyone, thank you guys so much. I am Ali Kona Bradford. You can find me at yours truly, Ali Kona, both on Twitter and on Instagram. There's just little dashes between my name and Instagram, and that's pretty much it. Erica? I am Erica Shannon, and you can find me on Twitter at Miss Airy Baby. I'm Tiana Hobson, and you can find me at the Tiana Hobson. And Matt, can we wrap this up so I can go watch Arrow? Yeah, I got to watch Arrow too. And you can find me at the Matt Mar, two T's, two R. You can also go to mattmar.tv. I do another podcast. It's a Riverdale recap if you want to listen to that as well. So, yeah, check it out. Supernatural so. tonight, too. Supernatural, so much. We'll see you next week. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Did we say bye? Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.